This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello. This is the awful and awesome entertainment rap episode 170. This is Rajesh Sen and this is Abhinandan Sekri bringing to you pop culture commentary from two people who are in their 40s. So do the best you can with our commentary until we find some millennials. Don't bring me down to your level, okay? I'm a pop culture specialist. Of course you are. Huh. So what all do we have for a wonderful audience this week? We right? have to show that we are pop culture specialists. We have theater from America. We oh, wow. have two online shows from India. We have a film from starring a South African and in America. Then we have two ads one is and both are from american companies although both might uh, become indian companies if reliance invests in them in return no mukesh bhai is not bigger than zuckerberg uh, so there are two whatsapp ads but they are indian ads i mean they're not american yeah. they're the indian market and there is one apple ad which is like a 6 minute ad it's a short film actually So um what do you want to start with Rajshree? Uh why don't you choose Abhinandan should we start with something you watched? Or uh, the ads you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no let's start with Breed. Abhi see ab wapas aayegi na? It's been 3 months. Usually kidnappings mein pehle 48 hours mein contact ho jata hai. Doctor Avinash agar aap siya ko wapas chahte hain to aap se paise nahi कुछ और आपको इन्हें मरना होगा लेकिन इनके मरने की वजह और सो आई एक्चुअली वन थिंग अभिषेक बच्चन शुन्नाविड so uh, we hope they recover soon and we hope the news channels that have gone insane giving us minute by minute account also recover soon what the one thing i realized is that prejudice is a bad thing rajshree you know i watched this i started watching this series although you said we would have been spared the torture i started watching this kicking and screaming but i think it's a very good show <gasps> i'm shocked So Breathe is created and directed by Mayank Sharma and it stars Abhishek Bachchan Amit Saad who was in Kaipoche with Sushant ah. Singh and Nitya Menon who is a very well known actress from the south and uh, it has that's about it in the well known people scale of things but it's also Abhishek Bachchan's first uh, first web series that he's doing oh and it has Sayami Kher who was in mirzia and in choked so yeah she, although she at least uh, i've watched six episodes she's got a relatively small role so far so who's the girl with curly hair what's her name the Nikya main Menon. she's very good so rashi i uh, i think the weakest thing in this show is uh, abhishek bachchan but i don't know if it will be a complete rip off of uh, seven with brad pitt and morgan yeah. freeman and morgan exactly. freeman right yeah and Gle- uh, and winit paltro so i think the uh, i mean till the second uh, episode of the series i started getting little bit of seven type feelings but as it progressed by the third i was hooked <gasps> i think the guy who plays um, the supporting cast 
excellent actors. I think one thing that this online space has thrown up yeah. is even better actors, not even better, but the volume of good actors that was just limited to um, a few films by Anurag Kashyap and his table. Now, all the secondary actors are really good. So you have really good supporting cast. Abhishek Bachchan is a terrible actor. I think he really brings down this show. But I'm hooked here. I'm going to, I mean, unless something really remarkably shitty happens in seven and eight, I'll probably watch the whole thing. How many episodes is the full thing? There are 12 episodes. You have a few more episodes to go. I have six more to go. Okay, I think they're pushing it now. But, but yeah, all in all, I think that little child is so sweet. She's such a wonderful kid. All the child actors, even the guy who plays young Amitabh, is, uh, young Abhishek is really good. Um, the principal of the school is really good. Someone who's remarkable is the guy who plays Prakash, the sub-inspector from Bombay who comes to... Um, who is Amit's sidekick. Not sidekick, but his partner. So, yeah, I hope it doesn't become too much of a seven copycat. But it's, it's very good. Okay, so I didn't like it at all. I watched three episodes and the story is basically that Abhishek Bachchan is a psychologist which in itself like just blew my mind but Abhishek Bachchan I think he's a psychiatrist and don't give any spoilers away. No, I'm just saying this is in the uh, ad itself in the trailer. Basically Abhishek Bachchan and Nitya Mehta. You know the difference between a psychologist and a psychiatrist, right? Yes, I'm a psychology student. Don't act smart with me. What's the difference? That a psychiatrist can prescribe medication and a psychologist. Hey, Shavash, then I'm why did you just confuse? I'm a trained psychologist, I wanted to know. Well, I'm not, <laughs> but I could be. <laughs> I'm as much, I'm a better psychologist than Abhishek Bachchan, definitely. The half, right? You're not, just remove the logist. <laughs> so like, funny. So, so, Abhishek Bachchan and Nitya Menon have this very sweet child. I agree, the child is very sweet. And the child gets, and they lead a normal, quite an affluent life they have. And it's set in Delhi. So it's Maharani Bagh and all that, you see. And it's in uh, Noida. It's in Noida, that fa fancy house. NCR, yeah. It's set in Noida. Okay, then it's a part of Noida. No Noida person has seen. <laughs> no, yeah, <I'm> just <laughs> so, but uh, basically their child gets kidnapped. And Abhishek Bachchan gets a call from someone saying that you have to commit a murder to get back your child. This is all in the trailer. Now, the reason why Abhinandan is saying it's like seven is because the uh, kidnapper says that the first person has to die because of anger. So it's clearly each of the seven. I didn't see how he died because of anger. I mean, I would have thought that if he dies because of anger, he has to burst a pulmonary yeah, artery. He died because of smell like Because of anger that killed him. Like, that could have been happened even if he wasn't angry. I, I'm just saying. So I thought that was a little te te technically huh. not correct. Yeah. So now the thing where I disagree with you, main thing is that I found Nitya Menon who I actually have liked in whatever roles I've seen her, which I can't remember which ones though, but she was also the Titan girl in that ad. Do you remember where's these earrings? Titan, no, not Tanishka, I think she was. She's presenting in a meeting. Yes, yes. Yeah, so she was in that. So I just found her a little annoying because like I find people like that a little annoying who get hysterical and all. But uh, the also the it's a rip-off of another film, uh, which you haven't watched, but you should. It's on Netflix, and whoever's listening, you all should also watch it. It's called Room. 
which is really good. It's based on a book by Emma Donahue. So Room is about, uh, uh, I won't get the story of Room away, but it's very, it's got something similar about this kidnapping. What I found implausible was Amit Saad, that body that Amit Saad has, if any cop has that, they should investigate whether he's taking steroids or not because it's unnaturally built up his body. And uh, it's just, it was okay. Like it didn't, I also have a problem with these one hour long episodes. They're very long. It's actually 40 minutes or one hour, but, but uh, or maybe yeah, the ones that I noticed were 40 minutes. But I think, um, like I said, I think Abhishek Bachchan is a really, really bad actor. And it's so sad that he keeps getting one chance after the other with a good script, good cast, good production values. Also, the scale of production is pretty huge yeah. in this. I mean, I'm sure the Ramlila scene was not done specifically for this. They just went and shot the Ramlila. So, I mean, the scale was, I was quite impressed with the production and, and how slick it is and how, you know, efficiently it's been edited together. The only thing which I thought was quite uh, disappointing was that for a show that, in my view, becomes so compelling by the mm -hmm. second, third episode, fourth episode, the first episode is so touched. I mean, one would think that the first episode should be really tight. Yeah. So it's a really ball grabber. And then you say, okay, I want to watch the second, third episode. Like, had I not watched the second episode, I would have abandoned after the first. And even so, I think it can be a lot tighter. I think they linger too much on these montages and these long shots and this music. I think they could, they could really fucking tone that down. But all in all, Rajshri Sen, I, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch the whole thing. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm fascinated. Also, did you realize that his billing is uh, different now? His name is different? Yeah, Abhishek A. Bachchan. Why? What is the A call? I, want I don't know. Someone, I remember Ashutosh Gowarikar had also done something. Then someone else had added. Uh, this one had added, what's his name? Uh, Ajay Devgan had added another D or N. Ashutosh ne, yeah? That's Sanjay Leela Bansali. No, he always had his mother's middle name. But everyone does something or the other with the name i think they're astrologers or numerologists or whatever the fuck tells them to do that and then do that do you think abhishek is abhishek or some bachchan i have it's not given in psychology we were told that you can give yourself a middle name which motivates you good to keep morale uh, up my, my middle name is danger what's yours i don't want to say it's a public forum okay good speaking of shows which had a kick-ass first episode is uh, so you can watch people can watch breathe on amazon right amazon prime res yeah so on the show which i was just stumped by how good it is and how good the research was and the acting and i really think you like it Abhinavan, is andekhi so andekhi is uh, being shown on sony live which has a set of it has limited shows but this one is really good, I have to say. So it stars, uh, you saw him in, tell me that thing about uh, fishing, the fishing scam, that very well known. Oh, Jamtara. Jamtara, he was the inspector in that, Dibendu Bhattacharya, the fat guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, so he plays the DSP in this. Okay, so Harsh Khaya is in this, playing a character, I've never seen Harsh Khaya play, like a drunk, horrible, like, you will also be able to, uh, not relate to, but you will be able to identify people who are similar to people you have seen around Delhi. You know, it's a very rich family. They uh, own resorts in uh, this thing in Missouri. And uh, there's a family wedding which is taking place of the son. 
But before that, the show starts in Sundarbans, where the Bendu Bhattacharya has gone in. He's a DSP, and because a cop has been killed, has been found dead in the forest, who has been eaten slightly by wild animals. Shudel. No, that's that other one. That's it's your life bad, like that. Is it made by a bomb? No, it's not. It's made by, oh, it is. It's made by Siddharth, Siddhartha Shengupto. I know you liked it. I'm no, 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 no. I'm, I'm so surprised. <laughs> it is very good. So it starts over there. So you don't get where the show is going to go from the first episode because it starts as a murder mystery because this DSP says that this guy has not been killed by wild animals. The puncture on his neck is, you know, when you tie a bun, we put a wooden stick or something basically to hold it. In uh, Sundarbans and in a lot of the tribal areas, there are these, like, the women just use a stick to hold their hair together. So he was stabbed with that and killed. And then they find out that two girls have gone missing from the village after that. So this guy, the DSP, follows the trail of these two girls to Masuri, where they have supposedly gone to dance at a wedding. Okay, that's the thing. Now when he reaches Masuri, at the wedding... So this is in the trailer, so I'm not giving anything away. At the wedding, one of the girls gets shot dead. And then it just takes a totally different turn the show. And it's very, so I don't, I have to speak to someone and find out if what they've said about Sundarban tribals is correct. As, in, as I said, I have to ask an expert about this, but... The story, so these are half-hour episodes. I think there were nine or ten episodes. and But it's very fast-paced. It's on Netflix? It's No, it's on Sony Live. I see. And I it's see. like yet another... What the? Yeah. So that's the only thing. I'm a little tired of taking so many subscriptions. But you know how they show how these business families work. And in a small town, the kind of clout a business family can have. And you know, you see this DSP who's trying to do his job, and I kept thinking it's impossible that he can take such uh, high-profile people and arrest them and all. There's no way in India it doesn't happen. And you see, all, like it's very well scripted because you see step by step what happens. The uh, uh, Sundarban's girls are like that part is. I don't know whether they are like that in the forest, which maybe I'm assuming it's been researched well. But uh, the Bengali is very good for once they speak correct Bengali, but that's because they are bombs who are doing this uh, show. And uh, But the murder, you know, there's a lot of stuff and it's basically twist within twist in this. How come every show you like has some someone who's done a very authentic job of some Bengali angle? No, like, what rapping? Just because Bulbul was set in Bengali. No, dude, you know, ever since you've been doing this show, anything that has, they've done, they speak very good Bengali. I don't give a fuck. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Why? If there was someone speaking Punjabi, you wouldn't want them to speak correct Punjabi. No. No. <laughs> I don't care. But this show, the thing is, one, this Dibendu Bhattacharya is fabulous. He is so good at essaying his roles. And uh, the end, the only problem is the last five minutes, of course, you're like, fuck, like, why did you all do this? So I think oh. something happens to almost all Indian shows I've seen that they, and a lot of English shows also, that last 10 minutes, they don't know how to tie up and then some rubbish happens. 
But the reason why everyone was talking about Randeki was because Sony Live got pulled up because they did a promo where people didn't know it was a promo. A lot of people got a phone call on the day that the show or the day before the show was going to be uh, put online from a guy like crying on the phone and saying like, you know, not letting. So people really thought it was an actual call. He said, people are trying to kill me. I've witnessed a murder. People are trying to kill me. Please help me. Please help me. And he hangs up the phone. So they started calling up the cops to say, I've got this call from this number. And Which came up with this. I mean, that's what. Can you imagine? Anyone would have thought and said that this is a dumb idea. So the cops didn't know what was. And then uh, Sony Live had to put up an apology saying that. Listen to this. We were testing out a marketing idea. And it got released by mistake. By mistake, it got released. So, but I really... Maybe that was a plan all along and they got all the publicity that they... Yeah, needed. they did get all the publicity. But what a stupid idea for a promo. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, the one with that show with Sushmita, what was it called? Arya. Arya. Then there Sushmita called and I thought it was actually Sushmita. Anyway. Yeah, see, so that's the thing. But I would strongly recommend Andeki, but you'll have to take a subscription to yet another stream. How is it? Is it called Andeki or Andoki? Andoko? No, it's called Andeki. Stupid. That's not a Bengali word. No. It's oh, oh. UN written in English and then Deki written in Hindi. Achha, Andeki. Okay. Andeki, like that. Very nice. Okay, so uh, Chalo, we've uh, both enjoyed something this week for yeah. a change. Before we move on to uh, something called cultural Hamilton, you'll tell us about Hamilton. And then, by the way, we're also going to talk about this spurt of uh, stand-up comics apologizing. It started off with Arunima Joshua, a young girl who had made some jokes about this huge statue that is um, supposed to be built in Bombay, which is supposed to be bigger than Sardar Patel's statue also, apparently. Uh, and she's been, of course, the brilliant Home Minister of Maharashtra who has very little else to do than ask the police to take action against a young stand-up comic. Uh, and then she was getting rape threats and murder threats. Then this guy called Adar Malik, if I'm not wrong, yeah. has also apologized for something. He uh, you know, did a routine about the Ganapati Baba Maurya routine he did on how people behave during that Ganesh Visarjan. And he's also apologized. And then how many other apologies? We'll talk about that. Yeah. But first, a couple of mails. This one is from a wonderful long-time subscriber, Harjan. Dia Binanan Rajushri. He spelt your name absolutely correct phonetically, yeah. Rajushri. You should be. And he's Harjan. He's a Punjabi. Can you imagine? Punjabi men are very... Their attention to detail is always remarkable. Is it? Okay. <laughs> your long-time listener subscriber, Harjan Gill, writing in to share my thoughts on last week's show. Thanks for taking the time to watch and review Disclosure on Netflix. I'm glad you found the documentary informative and educational. I mostly agree with your review. However, I want to call out one passing comment made by Abhinandan regarding pre-adolescent sexuality and gender identity development, which contradicts the premise of the documentary and undermines your discussion. While discussing pre-adolescent sexuality and gender identity development, Abhinandan said, I don't think one can commit to one's sexuality or gender identity that early in life. This is false and problematic on two levels. Abundant scientific studies shows that gender and sexuality development is an ongoing process that begins shortly after infancy and continues all the way up to and long after kids hit puberty. I know discussing pre-adolescent sexuality often makes most of us uncomfortable. However, sociologists have found that children begin developing sexual desires as early as five or six. 
speaking from my personal experience, I realized my sexual attraction towards men at the age of seven or eight, when my first erotic dream was about sharing a hot tub with He-Man, the popular cartoon character. Oh yeah, He-Man. Sunday ko aata tha cartoon. Even I used to think of that. Hmm. I had no prior knowledge of sex at the time when I had this recurring dream. When we LGBTQI individuals might not be able to commit to our chosen sexuality or gender identity before reaching puberty, our society begins committing us to stereotypical gender roles and heterosexuality from the moment we are born. From early on, we are inculcated via media, films, family society to think that being a straight man or woman is the norm. For people like me, growing up with different sense of gender and or sexual identity, we get the message that we must be defective, deficient or deviant for not feeling the same way as a heterosexual cisgendered counterparts. And that is the underlying oppression that documentaries like Disclosure are trying to address. Waiting until an arbitrary age of 14 or 15 before validating their sexual desire and gender identity not only sends the wrong message to LGBTQI kids that their existence has been invalid up until they hit puberty, it is also dangerous. LGBTQI preteens and teens are four times more likely to end suicide than their homosexual counterparts. Abhinanda, I want to encourage you to put yourself in other people's shoes and just imagine for a brief moment being told at the age of 12 or 13 what you felt or experienced in the first decade of life did not matter. How would that make you feel? Keep up the good work with love and gratitude, Harjan. So Harjan, I don't disagree with any of what you've said, uh, except that I think some people can commit and some people can't. I think as you yourself have said that it continues all the way up and long after kids hit puberty, you know, sexual development and gender identity. I was saying that in the context of uh, one of the characters said that when they were watching Three Stooges, she was seven or eight and they were talking surgery. So I do think, I mean, I mean I, I'm not saying that it's right or wrong and I agree with you that society pressures us to be hetero. But I think for a seven or eight year old to be thinking surgery, hmm. I I mean, I still, I, I understand what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. But I, no matter how... Um, completely liberal society gets and accepts this on something that as small as a nose job, getting a cleft or having your gender changed through surgery. I think I would definitely discourage seven or eight year olds to be thinking that road or even discussing it. I think it's a problem. Maybe it's just my uncle age, but I don't see even 1% of any um, positive outcome of discussing surgery in changing a body when you're seven or eight. So, yeah. So, I agree with you on this. So, yeah. So, I think it was in the context of surgery. Uh, not generally. I mean, yeah. I guess on that, you can just... Uh, then, Harjad, there's another uh, rec- recommendation. Apologies for the multiple males. He's recommending an interview of Padma Lakshmi, the South Asian model and reality TV host and chef on Fresh Air. It's on NPR. In this interview, Lakshmi talks about her turbulent childhood in India, being sexually assaulted at the age of seven and being raped at 16 and why she didn't speak up. She publicly disclosed her assaults in 2018 and her reasons for not reporting them. After US Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh was accused of sexually assaulting Christine Blasley Ford. In this interview, she also talks about a traumatic car accident that shook her faith as well as her battle with endometriosis. Lakshmi was off was briefly married to Salman Rushdie, who unfairly besmirched her, calling her opportunistic and a bad investment because of their poor sex life that was affected by her endometriosis. She has a new travel show about food and cooking across the USA called Taste the Nation. Similar to Highway on my plate. Yeah, Arjan, you have copied I hope you get a chance to watch it and review it. I admire Lakshmi for having persevered through the adversities 
and for becoming a successful personality within a very white dominated american media landscape the interview is incredible she is a south asian feminist icon who is finally getting her recognition okay so i have a point of view on this you seen the interview i've seen her cooking show so oh. uh, uh, because it's promoted so heavily on facebook they clearly bought a lot of ads on facebook uh, her food does not make sense it's like making um, rajma but saying i pour custard into rajma and this is rajma that's not rajma that's rajma with custard on it so she has her like it's some bizarre uh, recipes but leaving aside the recipes i get what she said about salman dashri and i don't think he's a particularly nice man going by what many people have said about him including him including himself so if you read, you read uh, anton joseph what was his yeah, book yeah yeah joseph anton i mean i think what was remarkable about that book was how aware he is of his dictionaries i think that was fascinating yeah and i have always felt that it is so he's never responded to the claims that she's made and i i personally feel that it speaks very poorly when but that's my personal opinion that to say something about someone in a public forum that to about someone of his profile who you know is going to get you publicity at the end of the day it will get you publicity and a certain amount of eyeballs when uh, you are not allowing that other person to respond and the other person has not responded so it could be what she's saying is correct also but it could be that it's not as well because there are every situation two people have their versions of what happened so i don't know i i always get a bit of a you're not a fan clearly yeah i get a bit of a bad taste in my mouth with padma lakshmi usually maybe so, that's for eating her own cooking because if you eat those recipes you're definitely getting this is like so uh, when i was 23 and living on my own for the first time in bombay in a very small like it was 225 square yes you told us you could you could take a dump cook at the same time and you had a bad yeah, taste but i cooked so the things whiskey chicken now this is my fault because no one should listen to anything mika singh says including his recipes you were taking cooking tips from mika singh for those of you who don't know mika singh is dalair mehndi's brother who's sang songs like samne milenge ye dil mere so i made this chicken now i had very little money at that time so the chicken was also expensive for me the whiskey though was definitely expensive for me and i didn't know i didn't know how to cook honestly i barely cooked at that point and now when i think of it if someone says niku to put a glass full 250 milliliters of whiskey he said pour it into the chicken curry so i poured it it was i had to know it for me i wouldn't i mean i would not listen to that later what i would listen to earlier was someone who told me that listen to mika singh for cooking tips i would say that is the duffer the person who actually did that was so, very naive at that age Okay, so Rajshri Sen, thank you for that. And uh, we have a few recommendations. I'll quickly say, and we shall just add them to the. I see some to... of them. Oh, very good. We uh, will reduce. I mean, we've reduced some of the list of things recommendations to yes. us. But so Akshay recommends. Uh, he is called as RNA. That's I guess Rajshri and Abhinandan. <laughs> I'm a new subscriber. I'm going to keep it short. Please watch the Man from the Earth. Okay, it's from 2007. 
and he says it's written uh, well with the shoestring budget and it is all about a conversation between the characters in a living room which goes kya when the main character reveals the reality of god and history um i would highly recommend the movie it's on amazon prime all right akshay thank you first of all for your subscription really appreciate it and uh, i will definitely put it on the list it's called the man of the earth okay then there's another recommendation from balaji uh, he's balaji has recommended an article in the news minute lungi and veshti are not the same the news minute has an article about this he has not uh, recommended it he has said it so that you would read it and know that it's they are different i'm not supposed to read it i see so it, it, this is a piece uh, in the news minute by uh, somya rajendran allow this rant please bollywood you appropriate rajnikanth who hasn't even danced in a lungi in decades and made a song about him and the lungi for a movie that carried diverse stereotypes about tamil people so a lungi and a veshti are not the same a lungi is a colorful pattern piece of cloth that's worn for casual and informal occasions correct and the veshti is the basically white with the white with the fancy border like a, a dhoti it's not a dhoti are you but it's like the cloth is like but it's not veshti it's veshti okay thank you rajshri sen <laughs> so thank you balaji for that then shikhar says i'm a non subscriber shikhar teri himmat kya se non subscriber ho ke aise hame mail likh di uh he wants us our opinion karejwa comic by varun grover i haven't read it i'll check it out shikhar although the person who's edited that and the guy behind bakar max is the one who's done the comics on news laundry along with me on uh, kashmir the kashmir ki kahani and amar bari tomar bari nakshal bari and quickly rashidas one more recommendation we got a lot of mails this time by the way yeah this is from shikhar he says watch leela majnu which stars both tripti dimri and avinash tiwari especially because rajeshri didn't like avinash's acting in bulbul but shikhar we can't watch it because you spelled my name like a punjabi rajshri so rajshri refuses to learn from harjan yeah yeah i'll put you in touch with harjan he'll tell you how to spell my name properly so will you watch i mean i think i i like tripti dimli but i'm not going to watch a leela majnu yeah that's what and that guy i did not like so i can't but thank you for the recommendation we've taken it on board and decided to not go ahead with it But we might, yeah, considering very few things are going to be done for the next four or five months. <gasps> the few people who stepped out to shoot have got COVID, so I'm sure that would have disincentivized the rest of Bollywood. So anyway, tell us about Hamilton Rajshri. In fact, oh. I was just reading. A, uh, I mean, I didn't read the article, but I was reading a headline about one article which was kind of criticizing Hamilton, and the reason that was being put is that now because it's no longer only for the rich and lardy dad, it's up for anyone to watch. Suddenly, people are not saying good things about. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your king, George the Third. Welcome to Hamilton. I love musicals. My dream job would have been to work in a musical. I wanted to be a singer and a dancer in a Broadway show. So I watched Broadway shows for aspirational value. And uh, this is nothing like watching it. Like also, I watch it on my laptop. Maybe if I watched it on a monster TV, I would feel differently. But it is basically the musical shot and put on the this thing. Yeah, we get yeah. that. So it's not like no, but I'm saying it's not like not that smart. It's not like Chicago, the film which was based on the musical. It right? is not. It is not the cinematic adaptation of the Broadway musical. Yes. It is sim. It is simply a multi-cam shoot of the Broadway musical, 
edited and put onto a digital platform. Okay, Rashi, you can. Most importantly, I spent fifteen hundred rupees to. I anyway have a what? What is it? Hotstar. Uh, this thing subscription. But when I clicked on Hamilton, it said, "You fool! You have not paid for some premium subscription." So I tried to be Charlie like an Indian. I thought this is incorrect. Then I logged out, logged in, all that. I finally had to pay fifteen hundred bucks, and my justification was that if I bought the tickets, which would have been three hundred and fifty dollars, it's like thirty-five thousand bucks, right? So nothing, and my plane ticket to go there and all that. So I sat down to watch it. Now Hamilton is about Alexander Hamilton, who is one of the founding fathers of America, and it's about the American Revolution and. Uh, it has everyone washington jefferson all of them i did not watch the whole thing it is 2 hours 40 minutes long i watched one hour the songs are fabulous the song with uh, george the third king george the third is by far one of the best musical numbers i've seen it's a solo that he does but the problem which and i was wondering about this and then i read an article which said the same thing because i got a little bit confused lin manuel miranda plays uh, what's its name uh, alexander hamilton and there are there are a lot of black uh, cast members in this playing white characters basically so for a second i got confused because my knowledge of american history is very weak and i thought was alexander hamilton not white like could be anything is possible but he was white so that was the interesting part about hamilton the musical that all these it was the retelling of american history by people from different races but the problem is that in this play you don't hear about alexander hamilton himself used to he got married into this family and he helped them procure slaves george washington and thomas jefferson were both slave owners mm. the founding fathers of america Like, have they what they haven't addressed they don't want to address it at all like it's not even like oh there's a black person on the side who might be that slave no it's not addressed the fact that the founding fathers and this i did not know i read up that in the constitution a black a slave was counted as three fifths of a normal person of a white person what they consider normal like that you know that you brushed all this aside and you portrayed this like this magnanimous egalitarian world and how they stood up to uh, the king right and then mm. became independent i just said that's a different so they've got a lot of flack because of this that it's a retelling of history by people from different races which are retelling of white history and uh, basically people who own slave slave owners without mentioning that they were slave owners i mean i haven't seen it but i mean i i will say that i think it's only worthy of mention if it's relevant to the plot because like i've said judging people 200 years ago by today's value system is not fair uh, there's an article along these lines even in the wire on about, ba- about bapu's racism how racist was bapu so yeah i mean this is used a lot by the right in the us that even you know george washington was slave owner but i mean i i think everything is relevant to the current value system to be i mean no one's good or bad person like we you know valorize maharana pratap or rani jhansi or you know i was talking about mangal pandey mm-hmm. on another podcast the other day like 
if you've seen Mangal Pandey, the film, Amir Khan, uh, you know, he goes to do whatever morning at the Ganga because he's mm. Pandey, right? Mangal Pandey was a Brahmin. Mm. And uh, the, the cleaner who obviously is from a lower caste, like teases him, I'll touch you. And he says, Now, mm. it's turned into a comedy scene showing Mangal Pandey such a cute guy. See, he didn't kill him. He's just having fun. Yeah. But now, Mangal Pandey kind of refused to, he did not, you know, uh, rebel because he was a troop with the British forces who was often asked to beat up his own countrymen or shoot at them. Hmm. He finally said, I'm not going to chew a bullet that has yeah. beef in it. So that was a bigger deal for him than True. working True. Yeah. Does that mean he was a sellout? No, I mean, I don't think Rani Jhansi or Maharana Pratap or any of these people were wonderfully egalitarian people. They they exploited the poor like any king does and lived off them. But by the value system in those days, that was not the determinant on being a good or bad person in my view. So I don't think it's relevant to every plot, whether they're slave owners or not. Everybody was. It's like, it's like the example, like I believe 200 years from now, people look back and say, while there were people starving on the road, people were recording podcasts and paying news laundry. Hmm. I mean, or there was an antilla being built when there were actually little children who didn't have enough to eat. I do believe we'll be judged by those standards 500 years from now because any more evolved society will say, what the fuck, you guys are indulging yourselves in chuti apa when people aren't getting enough to eat. So yeah, but I, don't think I don't think that, that makes that. us good or bad people. It's, it's just the current times, this is priority and this is the normal. Yeah, but I don't, I do get the criticism that if you are doing such a detailed musical, it's two hours, 40 minutes long. Do not mention it even once that, that, because they go into a lot of detail about other things that you just don't mention something such as slavery is, I, I don't know. I find it a little, and going by the fact that you have this pretty much the majority of the cast is black in that musical, but Leaving even that aside, I don't know, maybe I'm not that interested in American history. So it didn't do much for me. After 45 minutes, I was like, okay, I've, I've seen what I had to. It's too, it's, it's too much culture for you, Rajshri. Uh-huh. It's too much. I mean, you go watch Dabang or some Jhole Mochi. I'll watch that film. Or Pani Puri, Gulab Jamun, some, some film like Agur Rasho Gulla. That something. film which you liked, I was the one with Sonam Kapoor and uh, Prem Ratan Dhanpayo. Please. Dude, you know what I've binge-watched last few days? See, something horrible you'll say, say. The Tridev song. The the uh, the song, oh, hey, oh, in the end when Sonam, Sangeeta Bijlani uh, and, and Madhuri are dancing with Amrish Puri. I at, forgot Sangeeta Bijlani is in it. What? And I think it's the best choreographed, like, climax scene anywhere, the song. I think what's beautiful about Indian villains down the ages has been that no matter how where their hideout is in a cave or something, they'll mm-hmm. always have perfectly fitted clothes for the yeah. children. Uh, whoever they uh, Down to the size of the shoe and stuff. Like they'll yeah. have all that and the women will go and dress up and then dance smiling and happy. Like yeah, that's other... not, not even the reluctant dance. I think that's the beauty of dance. That it can make you forget that you are right now in the villain's den with your father, mother, brother, everybody being like killed. But it is such a wonderfully choreographed sequence. It is, I think, just the best dance sequence ever I've seen. No, your best one is another one. Which one? It's from Tezab. 
एक दो तीन दैट दैट आल्सो बट बट दिस वन नो दिस इज बेटर इट्स हैज नो कैरेक्टर एंड या माधुरी नुआंस है नुआंस है डांस में नुआंस है देयर आर मेनी लेयर्स इन दिस हां देयर आर मेनी लेयर्स आई टोटली फॉरगॉट संगीता विजानी इज इन दिस फिल्म एंड शी इज द मोस्ट ग्रेसलेस बट नेवर माइंड आई मीन व्हेन यू आर डांसिंग इवन सोना मो माय गॉड सोना मिस सो How sad! I feel so bad for like she's trying to dance. She looks like she's hopping around. No one can dance like Madhuri. Not even the, the one the I thought was stunning was Kimi Katkat. You always had poor taste, Rajshri. Kimi Katkat, you didn't like. Yeah, I mean, anyway, let's let's move on. Attractive. Let's let's move on. So, a uh, couple more mails. This is from our wonderful subscriber whose name I often can't pronounce. Nijumzin. Hi guys, Nijum here. Just renewed my six-month subscription, even though I'm a bit broke. Hey, Nijum, thanks, bro. I hope you do so well that you can six months, yeah, six years subscription you can buy and you can just buy out news laundry. Our subscription, what is it? Itna phale phule tu, Nijum. But as you guys say, pay to keep news free. And since I love some quality journalism and would rather watch newsons than prime time TV news, that's the only thing I could do. Anyway, I want to recommend three-part podcast by the New York Times journalist Ellen Barry, also available as an article so about a woman and her son and daughter who claim to belong to the Avadh royal family and once lived in the medieval hunting lodge in a forest right in the middle of New Delhi, cut off from the outside world. I was engrossed, fascinated, and touched by their unbelievable story. Being a Delhiite, Abhinandan might be aware of their story. I don't want to give any spoilers, but the story spans generations and is a sad part of the partition. Trust me. it's so suspenseful that nothing is what it seems and plays out like a really great mystery netflix documentary it would be great if you could review the podcast series in the next episode well i'm definitely going to listen to this podcast nijum and i'll tell you why when i was in college uh, nijum this place is quite close to my house this is in the middle of the ridge behind where the taj and the maurya hotel is and buddha jandi park is on the other side there is also an atomic kind of high security area right next to it the lady died and that place has been taken over by the government but when they lived there the king and queen of avadh it was this and that time you could drive in it wasn't this delhi they weren't all these flyovers so at night you know after a few drinks if we wanted to like you know in college you do the spooky thing stay girls for us come we'll show you something very scary we would like drive there and there was a sign that trespassers will be gunned down and someone comes and they would ask and we'd zip off and it was really spooky and then when i was in news track we said let's try to do a story on this because it was really spooky and uh, my colleague at the time jujhar i think now he's at news x he actually went there because i said i've gone there so many times at night for fun if they recognize me they'll already beat me up so jujhar went and he actually asked them for an interview and they refused so yeah i mean i knew who these people were when i was young but i'd love to uh, see a, a hear a podcast on it So the podcast follows Ellen Barry's last story that she did in India was on this. It was in New York Times, and uh, the podcast is from that. And now it's going to be made into a show. And on I don't know whether it's on Netflix, but it's being. You were such idiots. I should have just taken a camera with me when I used to go for these stupid things. Yeah. So now making millions on doing podcasts on this. Or may I choose to sit here and open an awesome? Yeah, room. because her story. So she went and met them and all that. so i wasn't particularly impressed by the story because they are basically imposters and they lied and it's not particularly impressive but i felt that it's viewed 
from the white man's gaze like exotic India and this royal family who are not really royal and this thing the only thing which impressed me was how Ellen Barry followed the story and solved who they really were so she goes into Pakistan and all that so that I found impressive that here's this white woman who is in a foreign land and doesn't speak Hindi and she goes and finds their actual family. She finds that woman's brother, the one who claimed that she was the queen, her brother and the real story comes out. So you should read the article actually, uh, Nijwim, because it's available online. It's a well-written article. I haven't read this article, but uh, I think the BBC had done a thing on them uh, years ago, which I think was reprinted in one of the Indian newspapers. Hmm. Back when I was in New York, I'm talking about the late 90s, when they were alive. I think whether they were imposters or whether they were actually from the royal family of Awad is irrelevant. I mean, this woman's home, it was like Miss Havisham, right? I mean, everything was like, had been left when her mother died. Hmm. Who she claimed committed suicide. Now, whether she did or not is not the point. Yeah. But there was photographs inside that that room was just, and these two people lived there by themselves. They yeah, had this one helper who went out and got all hmm. this stuff. So, I think for me, the fascination is not whether they were royalty or not. It's that how they were living in the middle of the city, like it's the bloody 30s here. I mean, it was like bizarre. I mean, she was obviously not okay upstairs. Mm-hmm. And she okay. had, they had these two big hounds that they, yeah. and all who want chains and all that. So yeah. Ellen Barry's article is the detailing of the article. You love them, Abhinanda, because she actually went and met them. She interviewed them. The son spoke to her extensively. Their diaries, like she got, and, and uh, they have a brother system. I mean, son yeah. of who claimed was the queen. Yeah, so yeah, brother. So, and, uh, yeah, so yeah, so Nijin, I've, I've, I've read show. Kya humne the first hand dekha in logon ko. This letter is from Suma Varsha, who's a subscriber. By the way, Nijin, even though you're broke and you've just renewed a six-month subscription, I hope this very motivating piece of information shames some of our listeners into subscribing because. We don't take ads on our website, as you've, as you've seen. Our website is completely ad-free, as are our podcasts and our videos. Because we believe the moment we start depending on ads, our news will become either clickbaity or it will serve interests that are advertising interests. So we hope people realize the value of paying for good journalism and good content. 300 rupees a month isn't that expensive. So be like Nijwim, be like Sumavarsha. Pay to keep news free. Go to newslaundry.com on the top right-hand corner. Click subscribe and participate in a movement that will change journalism forever. So Sumavarsha says, I will once again ask you to see the Telugu movie Mahanati. It's on Prime Video. It's a biography of famous Telugu actress Savitri. Uh, and the context is that we spoke about actors and actress end up in a bad place economically. So I think we should. We haven't watched a different language film in a while. We've just done Hindi-English. Yeah. So I'm putting it on the list, Rajshri. Let's check it out. Okay. Yes, Rajshri. Now tell us about the ads or whatever you want to talk about. What do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about the ads? Do you want I don't know. To... What do you want to talk about? I'm like, I don't, about know. I don't know. I'm open to suggestion. So let's go with the WhatsApp ads. This is what the caregiver one sounds like. <laughs> There's no dialogue, Rachi. You just tell our audience what this one minute ad is basically. It's yeah, so it has this actress which, if you watch Hindi serials, uh, you've seen her before. 
she's the lady looks like she's in her very late 60s or early 70s she's living clearly living alone uh and she's uh she doesn't look like she's particularly well off like a middle class woman living alone and she gets these whatsapp messages you see her looking at the message and then she makes a bed then she takes a picture then she gets another message she sits down at the dining table and she is drawing and so on and then you see her take a picture and send a message and this young woman who's uh putting these clothes up on the washing line looks at the message and smiles and you realize that this is her basically her caregiver or nurse who is not being able to go to work because of the lockdown these are lockdown apps that have been made but who has been keeping up this constant communication with this uh, old lady who lives alone and how that helps that old lady just carry on the in the day without feeling too blue yeah. and bad I mean, it's, it's a part of a campaign which is hashtag it's about you no so it's, it's between, between you. you so i don't know between you matlab i think it it's it's between you and me i don't know what is it it's between you matlab so that they did not think it through it's okay so clips happen like sony live marketing clips so it's it's an ad it's an ad campaign on lockdown when we are all locked down how we can use whatsapp to video call each other to put audio messages how we remain in touch how whatsapp is a new what makes us social beings so that is what the ad and the second one sounds like this mama 10 10 minute this is an older sister who's clearly not as trendy as the younger sister trying to cut her hair because we can't cut our hair during lockdown and she teaching her and uh, all cute cute lovey lovey so i mean it's i mean they're okay they're not great but i'm just wondering why does whatsapp need to advertise man i mean they they've got the they've got so the market by the balls when you have a marketing budget because they honestly don't need to do this there is no one else providing the service of course now we have reliance backing them in a way so it's going to be on every reliance phone as well but whatsapp there is no other messaging service available right now so are, i mean they have have dominated the market so decent ads but you could have saved that money and maybe given it to news laundry and sponsored a few or just 10 children na give it to 10 children make them happy and then there is this 6 minute ad by um, apple <laughs> i was reading that team means together everyone achieves more and that Should we tell her she's on mute? Not yet. Wait, was I on mute? What? No. 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 I mean, okay. Good. Oh wait, the client's coming on. Is everyone wearing pants? I will say Rajshree Sen, Apple makes the most phenomenal ads. So this is the sequel to Underdogs. Remember we saw that this marketing team is going to present and they put the Pandora's together. box. Even there it was a Pandora's box reference. Huh? I was Yeah, so it I think it but it's a sequel to that as in it's part of that series you're speculating so we could be wrong just no i can't stop it this is the whole so it's called the whole working from home thing and it's just so slickly made and it gets their product in so smoothly so smoothly really it yeah. really gets and and i didn't understand some of the things but that's fine i'm sure there's some cultural context to those jokes right? 
don't know. Um, Say one. I, mean, I I knew that was a punchline because of just how it was written, but but I I didn't understand it, so I don't even remember. But the thing is, six minutes go by so fast. I mean, it's, it's well there's too many cuts. It's cut like an ad, so that means there are very few shots, more than three four seconds. It's very good. Anyway, just watch it. The link will be below. It's really a good ad, and but it's Apple, six minutes. But Apple is known for its ads. In fact, if you read Steve Jobs' biography. by uh, walter isaacson i think that's his name walter isaacson i want all listeners to know this in case you thought that he just remembered the name he didn't he looked at his bookshelf yeah so <laughs> walter isaacson has written his biography in that the entire um, the agency that used to do the ads it was a really small agency and that 1984 ad that they did during the super bowl that i mean just the amount of importance that apple places on its ads is quite spectacular and it shows so rashi sen now you tell us about this other thing that you watched as a over and above because you want to yeah. show that hello ma'am i have done extra homework because <laughs> i am the better student i mean and then never does homework i do homework plus i do my own also because i'm saying i was told jude said that please watch this and i felt bad for saying jude is our producer i felt bad for writing that no i watch enough things and abhinandan ya watch it because i knew that abhinandan obviously would not watch it so i watched this new film with charlie's theron in it which is on netflix it's called the old guard who are you you can call me andy i lead a group of soldiers fighters like you with an extremely rare skill set what do you mean Let's just say we're very hard to kill. It is. Uh, it has. I will tell you who all it has in it. It has Charlize Theron in it. It has some other people who we've never seen before. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But it is about other than Kiki Lane we have seen before. So it is the concept of superheroes. that these are immortals who have been so she has charlie's theron has been on the earth since the napoleonic no before the napoleonic wars and this is a group of immortals who they don't have super powers like not like fly no no so they don't fly they don't have things coming but they regenerate so you can't kill them So, if you cut their hand, the skin just will regenerate. So, like, and, like Wolverine, man. That's what I'm saying. But Wolverine had those claws. I'm saying that to put on him because of this ability. Yeah, but he could also run really fast. They can't do all that. They are just. He huh? had Horlicks. He had Horlicks and pain. That's why. Not he was a Jordan God gift. It wasn't God gift. So this. But, you know, if 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 Charlie Theron did a Ali Baba film. With Jack Ma, huh. if, she, if she made an ad for Jack Ma, hmm. and she played a thief in it, it would be called Ali Baba and Charlie's Chore. Okay, we'll get back to the film that I was discussing so that we can not hear bad jokes. But uh, Old Guard is basically based on this uh, graphic novel series by Greg Rucka, so he's also a part of the film, uh, the screenplay thing. The story is. It's not a great film, honestly. Charlize Theron just looks really kick-ass because she—it's like in Mad Max, right? She's really good at action sequences and all. And uh, 
they are these five people they are group they figure out when there's something that needs to be so in the syrian war they've been there they've been there through time and they find each other these people always but they are big pharma decide so it's a commentary on big pharma also where the ceo of this big pharma company decides that he will get them into his basically he will kidnap them and he will use their dna to produce medication and so on which will benefit big pharma and then what happens they've copied x men basically yeah but with less uh, they this budget was smaller and uh, but it was fun it doesn't stress you out it's not the best but dude yeah the plot to x men wala plot hai kya phir se but it's not x men this makes sense that there were if i'm like you know maybe this is why people thought they are superheroes because there were people like this who regenerated and but the character you been getting too many whatsapp forwards no it is a film it's fiction no such people existed and it is not scientific to talk no about. that i know but the thing which was nice i felt the nice touch is that you don't stay immortal forever at one point you stop regenerating so the point is when you're not so, immortal are you were immortal then till then no and so, there's this so that means we are all immortal till like no but we don't after that so then in the college we shouldn't call it so, no. <laughs> the, the average mortality age we should call it the immortality age we are all immortal till like but 75 but if you're positive thinking that would be so we don't have to be eight centuries old right but uh, there's this partner of hers called quin who that part i felt really sad that what the way she was punished because they were during the salam witch trials they were considered to be witches and what they did to punish her knowing that she can't die so it's not a great film but since i watched it everybody else should watch it too okay that's yeah. very good reason thank you rashi sen and before we end with a brief just our musings about this whole yeah stand up thing one last email this is from a subscriber from montreal yogi i'm a new subscriber thanks to the generosity of a friend who was my colleague at a previous workplace i'm a phd candidate at a university in montreal quebec and used to consume your content since 2015 for free till nisha gifted me the subscription nisha jio jug jug jio beta these are the kind of gifts you should give to phd students and once your phd is done and yogi you are earning unless you are getting a very handsome dollar whatever thing you get as students then do subscribe and give to others i wish to draw your attention to a 2020 malayala movie on netflix called kapela directed by mustafa starring anna ben you may remember her from kumbalangi nights hmm roshan matthew from choked and srinath bhasi from kumbalangi nights <laughs> it really impressed me it draws on a prejudice notion on who the good and bad guys are based on appearance and shatters them to bits in the last 15 minutes of the movie i highly recommend the movie based on the script treatment and wonderful performances of the cast anna ben along with fahad fasil and sobin shahir is amongst the best that malayalam cinema has to offer today yours truly yogi aditya not <laughs> yogi joseph thanks yogi tumhari phd kamyab ho aur phir hum tumhe bole dr yogi Yogi, dun, 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 dun. Stop subscribing. Don't say all this. Okay, so uh, Kapela, I'm putting it on the list, Rajshree Sen. Yes, I expect you to watch it for next week. 
well i i'll watch some of the recommendations not all of them i mean not okay, i'm not don't as, lie you know abhinandan i'm not as well as you please i'm working i do so many things sometimes even i just sit down and i say wow like how many things can one person do yeah right <laughs> so rashi sen recently a young um, stand up comic was in the crosshairs of haters including this one disgusting guy who had done rape threats to her and he's been arrested but the home minister of maharashtra said even police should take action against her for a joke she made about the statue of shivaji that's supposed to come up a even if she made fun of shivaji it's ridiculous to expect action b she didn't make fun of shivaji she made fun of this whole idea of making a statue and whatsapp messages saying that it will have solar panels that will power all of bombay whatever it is meanwhile this other comic adar malik who is also anu malik's nephew and he uses that in his stand up routine often i've seen he made fun of the kind of celebrations that happened during jane ganesh chaturthi people mm. getting drunk and dancing and he's saying what would the god be thinking a even if he'd made fun of the god he does not have to apologize for it b he didn't make fun of the god he made fun of the buffoons who danced there drunk i think i mean i think it's disgusting and sad what's happening i don't expect you know young i mean i don't know how old adar and uh, and there's this other guy also azim banatwala who is apologized for saying that tweets that i had posted now people will get upset and he deleted his tweets those old tweets i mean i don't know what those tweets were so i won't comment on that i mean if if they are you know deeply offensive it's he should apologize but i mean if he said something you know casteist or sexist or misogynist or you know shoot rape threats and i mean he should apologize i so i don't know what those say but i've seen these two acts that arunima uh, joshua i think that's her name no not arunima Agrima, 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 Joshua, and what this Malik boy have apologized for? I don't think they have anything to apologize for. So I think this is more a if you live on social media, you will feel that you need to apologize. Yeah. But if they weren't on social media, I know journalists have faced these kind of rape and murder threats forever, but they get on with their lives and they move on. They haven't apologized for any of their stories. No. So. when i used to write for first post i remember i had written an article about a camera friendly uh, prime minister and i do find it odd that whenever he has personal uh, engagements he takes somehow the camera crews are all there and i find it odd i had written about that and it was so first post used to get like we'd get whatever 550 comments like that Mm. and they are vile the comments are really vile so mm. the person who was and they used to delete comments manually mm. it's like you know you'll be raped we know where you are we know you live in the city it's horrible it's a little scary also but i'm not saying you should just say okay fine i'll just turn the other cheek but if it had scared me to that point i'm sure i would have filed an fir but it because it didn't matter beyond the point to me and i felt that these are as usual empty threats being made by people who are too scared to come and tell you something to your face i let it be and i'm not the only person a lot of people face these kind the problem with the online medium is it gives you that anonymity to say anything that you want to anyone right mm. but i know that rohan joshi put up a post yesterday saying that people had started putting up his address and number and saying that we know where your mother stays and all and he said please leave my family alone and i'm going off social media for a while but i'm requesting you all to leave my family alone however upset you are not that putting up that post will stop anyone from doing anything 
So I I also feel people have suddenly become more accessible. When it was just newspapers, you'd read a columnist's name, but frankly, I might get upset with Avleen Singh sitting in uh, whatever, say, sitting in Bakura and I'm reading the paper, but I don't know where she lives or how to even contact her, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that two or three things. One is, I understand that when you're alone, you don't have an organization backing you. You're just a stand-up comic, right? Yeah. Like, journalists have an organization. We have a certain fraternity here. So maybe you feel more vulnerable and you apologize. I, I, I'm, I get a little disappointed each time a comedian apologizes for what they did because I don't think they should. But I think one of the reasons to do that is because most stand-up comedies are in Bombay. Yeah. And this brings me to that entire NL versus NL where I did Bombay versus Delhi. This culture of whether Shiv Senek or MNS or some Yeh Senek or Pui Senek or Pui Senek or whatever the fuck Senek that they are, will come and start beating up something or, you know, start smashing a restaurant because couples are celebrating Valentine's hmm. Day. It's a Bombay thing. And that Bombay thing has existed that they will do this, the offending party will apologize and everyone will go back to normal. And I think they're just following that script. I do think there's a separate problem that even the establishment, the home ministry says police take action. Yeah. So of course you feel scared. If you're a young, you know, 20 something stand up comic, you say shit, what the fuck. But I do think if Delhi was the hub of stand up comedy, I can tell you apologies would not be rolling out as quickly as they are right now. Do you think so? I am hundred percent certain so because Rana, she lives in Bombay though, has been facing worse forever. She hasn't stopped doing her stories. Barka has faced this and worse forever. Not just, she was getting calls, you know, back during those uh, Radia tape days. <laughs> her phone number was out there. Everybody knows where NDTV is. Yeah. I just think the stand-up community buckles too fast and that is really disappointing. I may be being unfair because I'm 45 and they may be in their 20s and, you know, have not been through the activism phase, but I just wish each of them, every time I go to this and this Aman's, I mean, I'm very sorry, Chief Minister, I'm sorry, I didn't, I was, I've deleted it. Dude, I mean, seriously, I mean, you can't do this. Someone should stand up for them in Bombay. But I mean, they should be good. How hard is it to get 50 guys together and say, here we are. You want to beat them up, come through us. They don't have 50 such people in Bombay, are you serious? No, but that way, Konal Kamra never apologized when they went after him and how, right? That you're going to be banned from every, he was banned from every airline practically. Hmm. And so it is possible to just stand your ground and say, okay, I'm not going to apologize. But I remember even when AIB did that uh, roast, right? And then the videos of the roast started floating around. Uh, that they said something about Lata Mangeshkar. Also, Lata Mangeshkar is a very sensitive person. I have come to the conclusion. But Lata Mangeshkar, Sachin, like everyone was taking offense. At, we also don't but have... I don't think that, that that wasn't a problem. With them, there was a case about the church filing a case that I had gone to court. See, once the thing goes to court, then it becomes a pachada. Then I can understand if both sides say, okay, fuck it, withdraw the case, let's go back. But, I mean, just online threats being enough to apologize for me is a very low bar. If you're in the space of stand-up comedy, which will be political, which will be social commentary, at least wait till an FIR before you apologize. No, and where you are making, it's not like a stand-up comic who's not making any uh, political comments. You've, you've chosen a topic that you know is... What will end up happening is all the stand-ups will, I mean, other than maybe Varun Grover, Sanjay Rajora. I mean, I think those south of 40, I mean, north of 40, 50, hmm. 
will continue political comedy i think those below 30 will stop completely that's what i think i think it's basically it will become an age thing let's see how many more apologies keep because it's just continuous on twitter right now anyway i mean for those of you who are listening and are on social media or are in bombay seriously guys i mean we got to we can't become taliban yeah we can't become bloody afghanistan or iran we know what happened to the arts over there but anyway on that depressing note rashi sen let's yes. go next week bring just good shows i'll finish this show by then and this week i i wonder next week they'll drop the new episode of ice breaker they fucking they they stuck at eight for the longest time ice piercer i know they might I'd, not even but, ice piercer snow piercer no, but no, ice yeah. breaker is the other one whatever but the and point is that to ice breaker i now have to finish both these and watch all these other things that have been recommended so maybe Shit. you don't finish these and just watch what you have to for next now i have to finish ek bar hum are ek bar commitment de deta hai na salman bhai to fir commitment did you up- see salman's twitter post he's yeah, covered he- in mud and he says support farmers or something thank you farmer thank you farmer what does that mean that means i'm just driving down to say thanks on the farmers run off okay like that <laughs> thank you farmer you cleared you left your villages at god So yeah. I was quite impressed. I couldn't understand what he done. Why has why is he covered in mud? Who's taking the picture? What does it mean? Even he didn't understand. Right. So on that note, we will be back next week. Write into us with your comments, critique, suggestions to to contact at newslaundry dot com. I repeat, contact at newslaundry dot com. Do subscribe and pay to keep news free so that we can remain unafraid and uninfluenced. unless some sena comes and starts breaking things outside my house then we will consider what to do uh, but until then leave your abuse on rashi's twitter timeline and leave all your your wonderful typos on mine yeah because anyway the abuse gets lost because so many people have left abuse that's you can't be making the same jokes each time i mean you have to come with it the truth yeah i know but even with the truth you can't say it every time it, it just becomes you can't say the truth every time <laughs> No. It's a new way of living life. I have to say. <laughs> But thank you, Mr. Sekri. Thank you, Miss Sen. And it's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. and subscribe to our youtube channel